All right, we are back at it like a bad habit. Welcome to the crimes of an immigrant. My name is Christina and I am your host. Welcome on this platform, on this side of the globe. We basically discuss the lives of immigrants and I share my personal experiences of growing up as one in the 21st century. In today's episode, as you can tell, we will be discussing the importance and the impact that official documentation has on the lives of immigrants. And as you may know, as we might have, might have, we actually did, but we discussed this in previous episodes, like how it feels to not have proper papers, right? You cannot do anything that requires the signature or that requires the involvement of your identity like you just stay away from that you stay away from that and what often happens is that it opens the door for people to take advantage of you and you are always on the losing side like you become you are literally victimized not victimized but you are in the position of a victim like you cannot help yourself because you know that honey you gotta avoid the government and all costs. And as someone who's grown up as an immigrant, I can tell you from experience, honey, it is not nice. But once you do get the document, okay, that's what we're talking about today. Once you do get the document, like you feel like such a human, like it humanizes you, like you are seen, you are recognized, and you prize that. You prize that as much as you prize your life. And that says a lot. That actually says a lot. Recently, I was watching the series One Day at a Time. And if you don't know what it is, it's basically a sitcom that centers around this Cuban-American family. And each episode kind of focuses on a specific character. This particular episode was focused on the grandmother. And she was in the process of getting her American green card. Now, she had migrated from Cuba way back when. So she was the only one that was not, you know what I'm saying, like actually American-American and she needed this green card. And just to watch her go through all these emotions of getting this card that says that she is legally in America, it actually reminded me, right? It actually brought my attention to the fact that, wow, a lot of immigrants prize this documentation because it means you are recognized, right? You are seeing that, okay, you might have lived your home country, and entered this new country illegally and not in the best ways. But you know what? We're going to let you join our society. You, we're going to let you join our economy and become an active member. And that actually means a lot. So I was watching this and it, it just really, oh man, it just touched me because I remember when we had our documents. So before, like, child, we were like 2008, nine, those years. We had, not even 2008, because 2008, we, we didn't know. I don't know if I told the story in a previous episode, but in 2008, there were heavy xenophobia attacks in South Africa. So we had to, like, move from the main, like, community and neighborhood that we were living in because it wasn't particularly safe for us as immigrants. So we lived in the middle of nowhere on a farm. And it was good times, you know, for a child. <laughs> for a child, you know, when you're young, everything is good. Everything is fine. I was like seven years old at the time. It was fine for us. But 
I know now that it was mainly because we had no documents and the xenophobic attacks were mainly towards illegal migrants. So we had to get out. You know what I'm saying? So being an illegal migrant, like you're always on the run, not just from the state, but also from your community. And it makes you wonder, are they really your community? Like, are they really, are you really part of the culture? As much as you may assimilate and understand and eat their food and speak their culture, like, are you part of them or will you always be an outsider? And this becomes a particularly tricky situation when you are the same color as them, you know what I'm saying? Being a fellow African moving to another African country and seeing that, wow, you are actually not accepted and you need this piece of paper to say who you are. Recently, I've been coming across a lot of YouTube videos that highlight, because I'm very passionate about migration. These YouTube videos basically highlight and they report on the migrant situation in Morocco. Now, if you may not know, like I did not know, uh, Morocco has a Spanish territory within its country. So what people do is, mainly people from Western East Africa and Central Africa, what they do is they migrate into Morocco and then they gather in these like mountainous areas to have a large enough group of people so that they can overpower the guards on this Spanish Morocco border, right? So so that they can cross and jump. And quite frankly, like this wall, yeah, this wall is no joke. This wall is no joke. It is the long wall. It has like a lot of, you know, listen, if you guys haven't seen, just Google, right? Just type in on YouTube, Morocco, Spanish immigration, you won't see. You won't see for yourself that it's quite frankly not safe. But a lot of people that were interviewed that do this, they say, they are just wanting to improve their life. Like they need to get to Europe. And so once they know that once they cross this border, they are in Spain, they are in Europe. So once they're in, they basically take a boat or something onto the Spanish mainland. And it's like, it's just so sad. It honestly is sad to see that while there are still so many people that have to go through these conditions in the twin like in this day and age like we in 2023 now but to think that people still have to go through this in order to improve their lives like no not at all and like i always say and i'm gonna say this again we are in no way shape or form advocating for illegal migration but we must acknowledge and highlight the fact that guys it is evident to this day we still have a lot of people that are migrating internationally illegally undocumented risking their lives risking their lives all because they want better and once they get to that better that brighter lights those brighter lights only to be dehumanized like you are just not seeing whenever i see oh man whenever i see migrants being treated harshly or in working conditions that pay so badly it's like bruh are we not even seen? You know what I'm saying? And this, quite frankly, is a demographic of people that is has been present and is going to continue being present, right? You know what I'm saying? Especially with the state of so many economies around the globe, a lot of people are struggling to make a living, right? And it honestly sucks. It honestly sucks. So documentation, quite frankly, means a lot and is placed to such a high esteem to so many people. And... 
especially man, after going through years of people looking down on you on terrible treatment, once you get that document, it's like you are now seen and placed on the same level of importance as someone who is a native to their country. So if you or anyone you know has gone through a similar situation, if you are currently in search or in the process of getting documentation to live in a country, to be a member, please do let us know in the comment section if you're watching YouTube, if you are on Spotify or any of the podcast listening platforms, do send us a message on Instagram. Email address is in the description box. We would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from you guys from your story and your experience because it does matter and you are not the only one going through this. Until next time, my name is Christina and this has been The Crimes of an Immigrant. Take care.